Welcome to All Axes, a podcast featuring original content on a wide range of subjects focusing on today's North American manufacturers. My name is Teelan Henderson, and I'll be your host. This episode is one of our first five episodes, where we give you a glimpse of things to come. Today, we'll be previewing one of the keynote speakers who'll be presenting at Mazak's Discover 2019 event, which is taking place November 5th through the 7th and 12th and 13th on Mazak's campus in Florence, Kentucky. Discover is the largest private manufacturing event in the industry and will feature the latest developments in machine tool technology, CNC controls, automation, software, customer support, a first-hand look at our Mazak iSmart factory, and daily keynote speakers. One of the many important issues we'll be addressing at Discover is the Connected Factory. Speaking at our Discover event about making IoT a reality is Bryce Barnes, Cisco Global Lead for IoT Edge Services Manufacturing. Good morning, Bryce, and thank you for joining us today on All Axes. Hey, Teal, and thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to having a good discussion. First off, can you tell us a little bit about what your focus is day to day? Well, a lot of my energy is around driving engineering teams uh, in the effort of building scalable solutions in an agile fashion. And what that really means in layman's terms is we need to build solutions while working with customers and partners to get their feedback to make sure the solutions work in the market and for our customers. So it's it's a, a process of, of bringing all the right parties together so that the solution we develop, um, it works for everyone. Interesting. All right. Uh, when building a connected factory, one of the goals is connecting the unconnected. Can this be done cost-effectively for legacy machines, or is this more of a goal for future planning? I think this is like the million-dollar question that everyone's been asking for 20 years. Uh, and, and the answer is absolutely. Uh, the technology for integrating legacy systems uh, has been around for 20, 25 years. Um, you know, using serial protocols over over Ethernet or traditional automation protocols, they've been around for decades. Um, simultaneously, flexible software has emerged in the form of microservices and compute, the cost of edge computers has gone way down. So I think it's very possible. Um, the, the real issue that we're going to address at Discover is not that you can do it or can't do it. It's just how do you do it at scale? How do you do it in a reliable fashion uh, so that it is an engineered solution that manufacturing people can depend on? Right? Everyone's been doing one-offs for a long time. I connect up two machines. I read a little bit of software. Boom, I, I got these two machines connected up. But what if you want to connect up 10,000 machines? What if it's 1,000 machines? So that's the real premise of IoT systems is how do we bring uh, large-scale systems design commonly found in the IT world to manufacturing so that we can connect up all these legacy devices. So it's very, very possible. It's just uh, the discipline of, of engineering, uh, systems engineering brought to uh, bear on the problem. Got it. Data-driven manufacturing comes from process, control, and communication coming together. But communication is often treated as an afterthought. Why is it overlooked, and how can this uh, be avoided? You know, this is, I'm, I'm happy that you, you asked this question because this is a function of the way things have been designed in manufacturing for a very, very long time. There's this concept when you build, let's just say, if you build a new plant, um, you are assuming there are certain utilities in the plant. One of those utilities is power. Like no one builds a plant without um, 
asking the question of how much power do we need and where does it need to go, right? So that'll be a utility. Another example of a utility in a plant is compressed air, for example. Oh, I'm going to have all types of systems that need compressed air. So I'm going to design this plant with the idea in mind that there's going to be compressed air going to different parts of the plant. That's, that's the idea of a utility. It just has to be there. There's no business case for it. There just has to be there. And, and in reality, communications is, is a utility as well. The challenge is historically, you had different machines, you had different automation, and they all used proprietary communications. So it was never thought of as a utility. It was actually part of the process or machine itself, and everyone did it differently. So we, we kind of got by for a long time with treating it as something special and different, when in reality, it's something that is set now so fundamental to manufacturing we all call it transformation, but it really should be treated as a utility. And that's exactly what's happening now is manufacturers are realizing that for data-driven process, for digital transformation, you need the communications to be viewed as a utility. Building connected factory involves more upfront skill in terms of setup and installation with a payoff of reduced skilled labor in the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, does this make the role of solution provider more critical or is it a question of uh, the factory owner being more prepared for what comes next? Yeah, I, the solution part provider is absolutely critical, but I, I kind of want to expand the definition a little bit here Please. and uh, maybe talk a little bit about what solution means. Mm -hmm. You could break up the concept of connected factory into four fundamental areas. First, there's communications and data. So how, how do things talk to each other? What vocabulary do they use? And are these common or are they all speaking different languages? We kind of know the answer to that. Everything's speaking different languages, right? The second area is technology, right? So communications, we just talked about comms, right? We talked about it being a utility, but there's other things other technology like physical hardware, computers, industrial computers, security, and software for extracting the data and organizing that data. So that's the second area. The third area is solutions, right? How do I organize the technology in a manner that meets an, either an engineering requirement or solves a specific problem in, in manufacturing or delivers a business outcome, right? So solutions need to be how we organize things so that we drive business value and an outcome. And then finally, right, all of this doesn't just get magically implemented. It, it has to be, it has to be installed, implemented, configured, and supported just like automation is supported, just like machines are supported. You need uh, essentially either services that are part of the company or are, are outsourced, but there needs to be a service that is there to scale the solution, the technology, the comms, and the data. And um, so the solution provider is at the heart of this, and I would expand the definition of the so solution provider to address these four fundamental areas. Machinists often have an inherent tribal knowledge that can be hard to quantify when it comes to running a machine. Does, does their experience play a role in how machines are monitored and what conclusions are drawn from the data gathered? Yeah, this is, you know, if you look at, at fabrication uh, and, and machining in general, uh, there's a growing skills gap, which is actually now measured almost in terms of national security across many countries. Like you have these incredible 
operations people who uh, understand machining deeply, understand the process and technology. And yet we are finding ourselves with fewer and fewer of these incredibly skilled people. So they, they are managing a very complex process and, and it's been underappreciated. It's often been treated just as a craft, but it's a craft that's essential. So um, in, as we evolve the technology, as IoT becomes something that uh, unifies factory process and operations, right, that skill set doesn't go away. So having people who deeply understand a manufacturing process like a machinist is essential. It, in fact, the, the question is not does it go away or, or what, what role do they play? I think their role transforms to one where they are magnifying their knowledge and helping the organization scale it and democratize it. Right. So the, the industrial revolution that's emerging right now, you know, the digital revolution, whatever industry 4.0, whatever, whatever the catchphrase of the, of the time is, completely depends on uh, empowering machinists to have a larger role, not less of a role. Uh, and taking their knowledge and making it available for everyone because without their knowledge, we fundamentally, uh, you know, don't really have a solution. We don't have an answer. Uh, so, so they are being challenged with being responsible for more machines, uh, for guiding operations uh, on, on how to tune a digital system and to understand all the data that's generated from these digital systems and then knowing what to do with the data. You know, you can you can connect to a system, get data off of it, um, distribute the data to the cloud, to wherever. But it always comes back to, well, how do you interpret it? And you know, data scientists by themselves don't interpret that data. It, it comes back to applied engineering and operations and machinists. Without them, you know, the data is meaningless. Actually, Bryce, thank you for joining us today, and thank you for listening to All Axes First Five with our guest Bryce Barnes as part of the Mazak TV network. Bryce will be speaking on Mazak's campus at Discover 2019 in Florence, Kentucky. Register now at mazakusa.com backslash discover2019. And be sure to check your favorite podcast app for future episodes of All Axes.